0: I pledge myself to the pod, loyal I'll always be, a P to start, a D at the end, and an O sitting in between. Welcome back to An Omnia Paradise, where we still don't have a new intro. I'm Jay, like the letter.
1: And I'm Angela, also known as AVO. One day we'll have a new intro. Maybe, who knows. Maybe we'll just be stuck with this forever.
0: Eh, I like winging it. Some things you can wing it. Not restaurants, but some other things. Mm -hmm. I think wing it is fine.
1: Some days you don't need the Zagat. Does that still exist? I think so. I haven't seen a physical one, but I feel like it has migrated into an online presence. Do you think Yelp
0: has like outdone a Zagat? Because, or would it just be a different audience?
1: I feel like it's a different audience. I feel like Yelp has almost gotten a little too close to social media where people are more interested in what others have to say in terms of an entertainment value rather than actually seeking out their opinions as experts.
0: Hmm. I'm more just go to see what time restaurants open and if they take reservations.
1: Mm-hmm. And if they potentially have a faster delivery option, then what? I don't know. Say a restaurant has like their own delivery service, but you can only order to their delivery through Yelp versus having to order on DoorDash or Grubhub, Uber Eats.
0: Well, what does that have to do with doing it faster?
1: Oh, well, ordering directly from the restaurant. Like they have their own courier who they have employed to take the food out to the people. Versus like an Uber Eats. I don't use it very often, but yesterday I found out that you actually have to like pay a priority fee to have your food brought directly to you. Otherwise, you sort of like get in a line and your driver might have picked up your food, but then it might sit in the car for three or four deliveries before it gets to you.
0: Oh, you didn't know that? I didn't know that. Yeah, they used to show you how many stops your driver had before your food got dropped off. Oh.
1: Yeah, not sure if I'm a fan of it. It said that – so I paid for priority yesterday, and it said it was going to be $1 extra, and then the price jumped $10.
0: The price of the meal?
1: Yeah, the price of the the overall delivery. I was expecting it to go up by one dollar and it went up ten. Can you like ride into Uber customer service? I, I think I'm going to. Like I, I just want to know like, is there something that I didn't understand? Like it's one dollar extra for priority delivery plus a nine dollar tax or fee. You're sure it wasn't the tip? No, I don't think so. Cause usually it's like you verify the price and then you add in the tip.
0: I don't use Uber Eats. DoorDash has you do it before you submit. Right. Hmm. Something to look into for a later day. But, Jay, how hot is it today? Not very, actually. It's the first day. It's been really foggy over here.
1: Oh, nice.
0: Well, eh, I don't know. Eh. Sun's coming out.
1: It's still technically early. Eh. Is it? I mean... If- In terms of weather, temperature, time of day, yes, it's still technically early. Okay, fine. But yes, for those of you who don't live near us and don't know, we went through quite a heat storm, heat wave, heat, I don't know, apocalypse. It got really hot.
0: I heard that happened.
1: Did you not experience it? I felt like we experienced it.
0: No, this place gets a pretty good breeze. Oh, if I have all the windows open, it's fine. You oh. took a walk with me. It didn't get bad till the
1: end of the walk, but it wasn't bad. Okay. Well, post-walk, I came home and it was like 85 degrees in my house with the really? air on, all in shade. It was awful.
0: Ooh, did you hear what Texas is doing? Rolling blackouts? No. Oh. So I guess it could be a similar concept to what happened in winter. Certain Wi-Fi enabled um, thermostats due to it being the power grid was not prepared for it to be as cold as it was in winter they were not prepared for how hot it was being in summer and for those of you who don't know i didn't know this texas is the only state who runs on an individual state basis gas and electric grid Mm -hmm. whatever controls it so basically apparently allegedly i didn't follow up on this y'all do your own research Texas is auto-setting certain thermostats because everyone can't use AC. They don't have enough power because they don't share with any other state.
1: Mm-hmm. They're just
0: screwed. So they're changing people's temperatures and like leaving it at like a
1: solid 80 degrees. Oh, Texas. See, and I think the whole idea of Texas operating on their own power grid and everything was because they ha- their legislators on behalf That's of right. the people decided that – you know, we, we can control ourselves. We can do what's right. We can use the power when we need it. And when we don't, we won't use it. We know how to self-regulate ourselves. But I think they've proven that they can't. And now they're in this giant mess. Ted Cruz and climate change. Mm-hmm. It's fine. He can just go back to Cabo. Oh, I forget I forget who it was. Maybe it was Stephen Colbert. He was making the joke about how Texas is currently trying to fund their own border wall just for their state. And he's like, oh, Texas. He's like, I feel bad for you that you have to build a wall to keep your senator out of Mexico. (laughs) (sighs) But yeah, it's been really hot. I've been eating a ton of ice cream. And that's what we're going to talk about today. I did it. I got there in seven minutes. (laughs) Good job. Thank you. Yes, we were brainstorming topics for the summer, and I wrote ice cream down,
0: and when I told people, everyone was kind of confused and curious. One, I have a lot to say on anything and everything. But two, this is also kind of a challenge to see how long we can keep this conversation interesting about ice cream. I think we can go on quite a while. The first thing we'll start off with is I remember there used to be a Baskin Robbins near my school and on their 31 cent scoop days, the line was
1: hours long. Oh, I totally forgot about that. I So I haven't made many trips into a Baskin Robbins, but that sounds fantastic. And what was the payout like? Did you get like it was 31 cents per? scoop like 31 cents got you one scoop and that was it
0: no you could do as many scoops for 31 cents. I think my what? mom ca- I think
1: my mom capped me at three. Oh my gosh okay that's pretty awesome
0: so as a child like what were the ice cream shops like they're the big ones like Baskin Robbins cold stone fennels fendels findles Fenton? ferris wheel is that what it's called in is in my neck SoCal? of the woods yeah yes okay Yes. I wasn't sure if I was getting that one confused with the one year
1: college. Oh no. That was Ferrells. Ferrells, yes. What's with the Fs? I don't know. And they all go for that like ye old fashioned soda shop theme. Oh, which I actually found out from a TikTok video. So this is not a substantiated source, but this is very interesting. Apparently, everything that we see from old English where it says ye old ye anything, the Y sound is actually supposed to be a TH. They just didn't have enough room on the printing press so they subbed it out for the next letter that it looks like with the two written together and so apparently the th in the form of print looked similar to a y so they substituted it for the y knowing that people then would know what it was but we read it with a and have now completely destroyed language
0: americans not very surprising <laughs> also when you say yield soda shop i'm like you're not even confusing like victorian and regency for bridgerton you're mixing up like universes there oh yeah completely <laughs> but yes did i forget anyone's from childhood other than that i can only name local ones which will give neighborhoods and i'm not ready to be murdered yet
1: fair but those were the big ones very fair i think um, um, the one that officer- you- oh, oh my god Yes, McDonald's soft serve, McFlurries, uh, their Sundays. But I think the big one locally at least, but also within California would be Lord's. Never been. So good. I'm taking you. They do ice cream, sherbet, sorbet. So you have a good mix.
0: I don't know why I've stopped. I mean, one, where I live, it's typically colder. So going out for ice cream isn't as ideal. However, as the Gilmore Girls do teach us, it's better to eat ice cream with
1: a cold because then it does not melt as fast. <laughs> Which I do agree with. Unless you're someone who likes melted ice cream, like me. <sighs> yep, I'm the I'm the weirdo. Do you like your f- soda flat too? Depends on the soda. <sighs> <sighs> but of course, in true Angela fashion, when I found out that we were talking about ice cream, I had to look into some of the history of it. So Jay, would you like to take a guess as to when the earliest account of ice cream was in the world?
0: Like the ice age? Like as long as there's been ice?
1: (laughs) Fair, but maybe, you know, when there were actual like people around to record eating it, enjoying it, serving it. 1462. AD, BC. Now. Whatever, whatever letters we have now. Okay, AD, I think. I think that's what we're still using. Um but no the first account of ice cream in its first form was actually in the 2nd century BC enjoyed by the kingdom of Alexander the Great so england greece
0: rome the soviet union
1: <laughs> um a very wide expansive area but in the summers apparently he would call but for runners to go the... to the mountains and brings... like what was
0: he king of like what like was like was he a, the russians like what ter- like what what empire? Like the Ottoman Empire, the Roman
1: Empire? Like I thought it was Roman. I could be wrong. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you were trying to like roll them all together because at some point they did have a very expansive reach. But I'm pretty sure it's Roman. May no, not Ottoman. Maybe Ottoman. No, I. I don't know. We'll we'll fact check that. But yes, that is the first written account of it. So it was really more of a slushy. So it would be snow with honey and different like fruit flavors poured on top of it. But in six, in 600 AD, the rulers of the Tang Dynasty actually have the first records of eating ice cream as we know it today with a milk base. Huh. Yeah, they actually had a, an entire freezing process as well, where they would put it mix. They would add everything together, mix it up, and then it would still be in liquid form. They'd put it in these giant metal pots and then lower it into an ice pool to let it freeze. Can you
0: give me like a Lizzie McGuire slash Pee Wee Herman like mini anecdote? Like the, the oh God, the the, the Twickman house, the Twinkleman house, the, the, the mannequins. Like, walk me through a family who, like, did this ice cream
1: journey. Okay. um, We'll say... Twickham House. Okay. Do I have to give them names? Yes. Okay. Once upon a time in 600 AD, there was a family that... Once upon a time in 600 AD, there was a family that lived in the Tang Dynasty at the base of the Great Palace. And they were known to have some of the best horse milk in the kingdom. So, one day, the emperor reached out to them and asked for a new dessert. Their their horse milk was already like richly flavored with camphor and cardamom and other savory spices, but he was looking for something new. He didn't want something that he could drink anymore. He wanted a food. He wanted something delicious. So, they went out to the mountains one day looking for some inspiration for their food, dessert, this new concoction. And their youngest son stumbled and rolled through the snow and fell into an. I know this is getting really weird. Okay. I. <laughs> I almost ended up with a freezing popsicle kid. We're not doing I was like, he fell into a cow? Like, I don't know how we're getting here, but- uh, No, I was going to say he ended up, like, frozen in the pool. And then they had to, like, thaw and revive him out, like, Meredith Grey style. But then and while cannibalism? He- no, not cannibalism. They just, they had to thaw him and bring him back to life. And then when he was brought back to life, he would say that the almighty food gods had spoken to him. And they instructed him that they should put- their milk and the ice in the pool and let it freeze and pull it back out See, guys we can write our
0: religious book too
1: (laughs) yes just with a uh, maybe a little more like coffee in the morning Mm
0: -hmm. speaking of concoctions one of my special treats in LA before they went super mainstream was to go to Cold Stone my uncle lives near Venice Beach and there was one right there and it was a treat I could get similarly to Chipotle I didn't know Chipotle was a chain because I I don't want to be I discovered because I didn't discover Chipotle but there (laughs) were any anywhere. There was only this one on the Santa Monica Promenade that I mm-hmm. would always go to when my mom and I would go shopping down there. And they weren't anywhere else. And I heard it was a chain. I think it started in Seattle. I don't know. Really? It could. I could be wrong. Hmm. It could be LA. I don't know. The point was, I thought it wasn't like a local place, but I didn't think it was national either. You know how you said like Lord's isn't? There's not one location, but they're all in California. Yes. I thought Chipotle was centered in LA. So got similarly, it. I would go to get Chipotle and I would get Cold Stone. And I remember my first time in Cold Stone. I was very confused because they show you all of the options that are pre-mixed or you could do it yourself. And the do it yourself option always scared me. I also love the paddles and the ASMR of it.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I was gonna say there's definitely a degree of anxiety that comes with building your own because what if you mess it up?
0: I mean, I don't have that fear, but like I can appreciate your
1: vulnerability. Ah, got it. Okay. Yeah, I'm the person when I go into Cold Stone, I usually have to get two different mixtures because I'm particular about what flavors consistencies go together.
0: And you're also the bitch who wants your ice cream melted. Like make it make sense.
1: Well, exactly. That's why if you end up with two different bowls of mix-ins and ice cream flavors, you can decide like exactly how you want it to be. Like maybe you save one for later. Maybe you let one sit out a little bit and then you enjoy it. How do you mess up a Cold Stone mix? Okay, say you put in Oreos and Reese's Pieces and Butterfinger. That's just, that's a lot of flavor and consistency happening. And then... You have to pick the proper base that goes with all of those. Like, for example, I don't like Reese's pieces in vanilla, but I'm more likely to put an Oreo with a vanilla, a coffee, or a. Um, sometimes they have that Oreo cream flavor where it's like Oreo just the cream. And like, you can't just put anything with those. Like, you need your flavors to complement one another.
0: No, I get that, but it's customizable. So you know what you like. So how are you messing up if you know what you like?
1: Because what if I walk in and I know, I think I I know what I want, but then I see something and I have a craving or I have a flash of inspiration. So it, well, particularly if it's a flash is- of inspiration, like I'm not just going to like whip out my phone and be like, oh, hold on. I need to make a note of this so I can order it the next time I'm in Coldstone." like three months later. Like, no, I'm going to get it at the same time. I
0: know, but – I mean, I'm not saying my head is like an Excel sheet, but like I know if I'm getting certain flavors, what I what flavors would complement them.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. But you always have to account for the flash of inspiration. But and the inspiration so I'm not goes going with to the say, flavors like, that already already going. Like, I'm like, interested when... in trying out this flavor. So I'm gonna just top it off like onto this mixture that I've already made. No, it needs to be in a separate place. But
0: what I don't understand about this is like, you know, you wouldn't order like Mountain Dew ice cream with chocolate fudge because it doesn't make sense. Other than that, it's just a personal balance of sweet and savory and texture. But what about- So if you go to Froyo shops or, I mean, frankly, I think Froyo is harder than ice cream to do this with. Ice cream is easier because Froyo has the tang that ice creams don't. Mm Mm-hmm. That's why it also more difficult. But I don't understand, like, what kind of weird inspiration is coming to your head? Like a pickle? Like a pregnancy craving?
1: Have you never been to ice cream shops that, spe- like, will specifically do
0: that? I've been to ice cream shops that do, but I would never be inspired to get a pickle ice cream. And if I were, I would think, well, what flavors do I know when you eat a pickle? I don't like pickles, so I don't know why I picked that as an example. <laughs> but... I would think of flavors that I would eat in real life that would complement a pickle, like so savory. So like if they had like a chip, like a crunchy chip, chip pieces, or like I would pick flavors I know are complementary already. I wouldn't be like, oh, you know what I think could be weird? Peanut butter, which I do also know is a pregnancy craving. But like, is is your inspiration like, is your inspiration so trying to think of the word so not indulgent but so overpowering you can't stop to think for a minute like, wait maybe I don't want Oreos and sprinkles and caramel in a lemon sherbet
1: no like that's that's fine that's fair but what I'm saying is that you get two separate bowls because i'm a bowl person not a cone person so that way when you have like your inspiration flash you don't have to alter what you've already set out to get walking into Coldstone.
0: no i get that whole thing but when you're like i'm nervous that things won't go together i'm like
1: oh well no even that like sometimes i freak out and i'm like hmm like oreos gummy worms that was great when i was six do i still like it now oh no what if it doesn't go well what do i do then
0: Take the gummy worms out and eat them separately. Let them thaw because they've been a little cold in the bin and over your ice cream. I feel like we're trying to diffuse a bomb with like the way you decide what to put in your Cold Stone topping.
1: Sometimes that's what it feels like. Sometimes I walk out of Cold Stone and I only have the ice cream because I can't decide about what I want to mix in. Oh, you're like Demi Lovato. Does does she also have similar ice cream anxiety? N-
0: no, Demi Lovato was on the... new. I'm, I don't really want this to like be the focal point, so I'll say it <laughs> quickly. Basically, Demi Lovato went into a froyo shop, which is one of her trigger foods for eating disorder. And when she, in, she saw a whole bunch of things that said gluten-free, vegan, sugar-free, all of this stuff she got triggered. She walked out to get a froyo, tried to contact a small business, and they were like, well, we want to accommodate for other people. And like, but it wasn't obvious to me that the food was meant for people with these special, well, like dietary restrictions. And so like, I'm more than help, willing to help the store and kind of what the general consensus is with everyone is got mad, put a small business on blast for her triggers. And if it's not the business's responsibility to accommodate eating disorder because what if I don't have celiac, but I just want the gluten-free option? Like, right. I don't need to. Making people like actually break HIPAA to like buy ice cream or Froyo, which is ridiculous. I understand as a trigger food, like, well, they should put the labels on there. But it's like people, one, shouldn't have to disclose their medical conditions. And two, you're not actually getting over your trigger of going into the Froyo shop if it's organized the way you would do it, because then you're just controlling something out of your control.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't think I'm like that, though, because I mean, I don't put it on the person making my cold stone like oh my gosh like if this is not i meant your
0: whole like what was me like sometimes i'll just walk out without any toppings because i couldn't decide
1: not your mentality oh yeah no but that's that's my personal choice if i can't make the decision then it's just like i am just going to get the ice cream because i know that i enjoy the ice cream on its own
0: yes this is what we call a joke boomer oh gotcha like
1: i don't know i think my my humor is broken yeah, basically. I can't tell if it's still like the post-concussion or what. Girl, at some
0: time that concussion is like no longer an excuse.
1: Actually, post-concussion syndrome can linger for six months. So what till my birthday? Uh no, I think like maybe like September. Okay. Yeah. August. Maybe August. <laughs> if I can count properly. But yeah. <laughs> well okay. Well, interesting enough, you've provided a segue. How do you feel about like the non-dairy ice cream options? Because I know that that's something that we've both been exploring recently. I love them. Sometimes I really like them more than the regular ice cream, which makes me feel really bad because I love ice cream so much.
0: Unpopular opinion, Halo Top is crap.
1: Oh, it's disgusting. It's disgusting.
0: I was so disappointed because every, every influencer and their mother liked it, said it was so great. It's terrible. In terms of non-dairy, the closest base I've found is oat milk and I like it better than coconut milk because coconut or coconut cream is a very similar consistency but I don't you can't get rid of the coconut flavor no matter what you do and that's fine Mm. if you're looking for consistency but oat bases you can it's still similarly creamy almonds are too icy they're more of like a slushy icy kind of consistency at least when Mm -hmm. i've had it if you want to go healthier the ben and jerry's have like this line that are like half the calories it's still milk still everything and just like a little bit healthier which is what i would go for rather than non-dairy the non-dairy are fine in like a bar or in chocolate or when you mix it but on their own i have not tried one that compares to real ice cream But apparently, there are these high-protein ice creams, which are milk, dairy, everything that I want to try. But isn't that essentially
1: what Halo Top is?
0: No, Halo's just low-calorie.
1: Oh. Okay, so when I first tried Halo Top, it was marketed as like a protein ice cream.
0: When I- looked it was like 210 for a pint it was a low cow thing maybe they have both but either way halo top is a lie so are those giant protein cookies that everyone eats also a
1: lie oh yeah like the jerry's or the dave's or something like that
0: whatever it is i got one because i got suckered in and it's the nastiest they're shit so ever disgusting tasted. oh god No, absolutely not. Eat the calories and take a walk.
1: Mm -hmm, Definitely. See, but I'm really curious too because so I've had, I've tried Oatly now. I like it. It fulfilled my ice cream craving. Which flavor? The oat. But no, I know like the one that's like just oats like just oat milk flavor. So not vanilla or coffee or anything? Mm -mm.
0: Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah.
1: No. And I liked it and it just, it didn't have anything that really wanted to keep me coming back. So I guess that would be great if I was trying to like wean myself off of dessert.
0: Or just be healthier. Yeah. Dessert is not bad.
1: Yeah. No, dessert dessert is not bad. I, however, just have a really prevalent sweet tooth and eat dessert daily in Mm -hmm. copious portions, which I should not do. Mm -hmm. But yeah, no, overall, I thought it was interesting. But then when I was last traveling in Denver, I think I had an oat milk-based blueberry cheesecake vegan ice cream. So good, but completely different consistency.
0: Well, yeah, when you add in all the mixins and the fruit and the texture, I'm sure.
1: See, but I always find it fascinating how just, like, the slightest thing can just, like, change it a little bit. So, like, apparently, like, the difference between sorbet and sherbet is that sorbet has, like, a significantly higher amount of sugar, and then the sherbet has the milk. And so, like, the milk makes the sherbet creamier, and then the sorbet like retains its iciness, but also becomes far denser because of the sugar quantity.
0: Because they add sugar or because they're using more fruit? Because all the sorbet I have is normally just like fruit. I don't think they add sugar.
1: Well, I guess in its original conception, large amounts of sugar were added. I think now we've found ways to harness sugars in different ways.
0: Are you saying the sugar from the fruit or they add sugar to make sorbet? Add sugar. Oh, huh.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you actually – when you get a very like melty or soft sorbet, that's actually because it has less sugar. So that's when it's more
0: – That's how I've always had sorbet. It's always been like meltier and like a little more icy. Oh, Okay. Have you ever tried frozen custard? I didn't try one of those till I went to the East Coast. And then, uh, let me see if I can get the name right. It's near the mall. Is it Rita's? You do the thing. No, 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 Okay. You do the thing where you get the shaved ice on top of the frozen custard. This is a place where we went to college.
1: Oh. Near the big mall. Icicles. Ice cube. No creamsicle
0: <laughs> I don't think that's it
1: I, I know and it, to me it keeps coming out like icicles but yes I have had frozen custard um we do have Frost a fro- there we go
0: I had not tried until I went to the east coast I don't see a big difference between frozen custard and ice cream I do like it though hmm.
1: so frozen custard has egg yolks in it
0: sometimes ice cream does too though so is it more
1: then? technically within how ice cream is categorized if it has egg yolks it is a frozen custard
0: then a lot of people interesting mm-hmm. over to- intertwine them
1: yes so ice cream as currently defined is based upon its milk content and milk fat but okay. custard is defined as having the presence of egg yolks
0: Got it. Did you ever DIY ice cream as a child?
1: Oh, yeah. I think we did it at day camp a few times where- Which you, way did you do it? Um, so you put the milk and the vanilla and maybe a couple other things in like a big plastic Ziploc bag and then you put that in a brown paper bag and then they poured salt and something else in it and then you like shook it around. Ice? Yes ice we're, we're blaming that on the concussion too okay i was like <laughs> am i can do you
0: mean like they like did baking soda or something else because i know that it's not baking soda but besides the rock salt and the ice there's something else to help it crystallize that people do mm-hmm. I wasn't sure if you just like forgot that or you forgot ice. I've done, I've done the two Ziplocs within each other. I've done the can one, which it's the same process. You just do two cans. But when I was younger, I got one of the plastic balls that you could like kick around and stuff.
1: Oh yeah. Those are cool.
0: It's never the same. An ice cream maker is the closest you'll get to home. Mm -hmm. Oh wait, going back to non-dairy options though. For me, if I'm wanting something ice cream like to me the frozen bananas consistency is pretty damn close it's enough that i well it will solve my milkshake mcflurry ice cream hankering especially i'll add a little bit of nutella typically wait and like you'll just
1: put a banana in the freezer and then eat it frozen
0: no like you blend it have you not seen this no are you not heard of like if you take a banana and you freeze it well multiple. Chop it up, freeze it, and then you either do it in a food processor or a blender. At first it's gonna get really kind of small like a dip and dots or like a pie crust, and then it's gonna come together and be the consistency of ice cream.
1: Oh, interesting. Oh, Mm -hmm. I will have to try this.
0: Yeah. It's very similar in terms of texture. It's one of the closest you can get. Obviously, it does taste like bananas, Mm -hmm. which is why I do like a Nutella or a nut butter to balance it out. I know some people like chocolate, but it helps just to.
1: Okay. I'll have to add that to the list because I'm trying out different homemade ice cream options to see what I like, maybe save myself on some calories and some sugar. But I was going more of the coconut milk route to go with all the different summer fruits.
0: Cream or milk? Milk. Try cream.
1: Okay, I've been reading and it sounds to me like they're the same thing. And I know that there must be a difference, but I just grabbed a couple cans of coconut milk because it said that it's almost basically the same thing. What happens is just like they separate out.
0: Coconut cream has, I believe it's sweeter. And you know how coconut milk, there's like the water and then there's every, there's like the white solidier part. Yes. I believe that's what the cream is, but they sweeten it or something. Okay. But coconut cream and coconut milk, for those who cook and bake are not the same thing. If it says one or the other, I'm sure you can swap them out in recipes, but you might need to either reduce, the liquid or mm-hmm. increase the sugar or something don't just treat it like a one-to-one swap for a recipe
1: oh yeah for sure but it just like they were like showing these diagrams of like down here this is the coconut cream up here this is the coconut milk so i was like if i get the same thing in one can why not just get the one can?
0: Because the coconut cream has none of that water solid. It's just...
1: But if I pour out the water, then don't I just have the coconut cream?
0: You do, but you don't have the same quantity because if it's an eight ounce jar of coconut milk, they account for the water. If it's an eight ounce
1: jar of coconut cream, it's just the solid. Ah, got it. I think I'm still fine with that because then I can use like the coconut milk, water, whatever, for something else. Oh yeah, it's good in terms of like
0: DIY and your kind of like like sciencey kitchen thing. But like in terms of like I was saying, in terms of like people use it for substitutes like frosting and stuff, and Ooh. for eggs and milk and all of this kind of stuff.
1: I would be so interested for those to things, try coconut frosting. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. What's your What's your flavor of the week? Um. Oh gosh.
0: After talking about all of these things, I'm feeling like I think it's called like stracciacelli it's like a chocolatey swirly kind of thing gelato we didn't even cover gelato my first time in italy during my study of prod program i accomplished what i consider is an amazing goal of two gelatos a day the morning one during the hot hot july summer i would get like a citrusy one and then at night i would always go for like a chocolate or a hazelnut or a nutella or a coffee i think i organized myself very well
1: oh that sounds so good mm-hmm Interestingly Curl- enough, did you know that gelato was introduced to the world through a cafe in Paris, run by an Italian man, but it did not gain its prominency in Italy? But we still give
0: Italy credit. Look had us finally appreciate understanding and respecting culture.
1: Yes. And the Italian, and it was created by an Italian man. It The recipe was perfected by the Italians.
0: Currently, I'm in the mood for like, use, ever since you the Oreo cream, that sounds really good. Or right? there's this place that I love to go that does like the dipped cones with like a dark, dark chocolate and sea salt. It's mm. so like that would be really nice right now.
1: I know. I had, I actually had strawberry coconut ice cream. A couple days ago, and I usually. Coconut
0: base or coconut just flavor? The coconut base.
1: I believe. Okay. It was listed as the vegan option, so I'm going with coconut base. Okay. But I'm usually not one for strawberry flavored things. I usually like strawberries in their entirety, not into like strawberry ice cream, milk, frosting, cake, nothing like that. Just strawberries. But this was actually really good. And I tried it off of a recommendation, so I was very happy about that because I hate when recommendations are bad. But of course- Was it at a
0: store or- um,
1: It was at a- Or like an ice cream parlor. It was at an ice cream parlor. It was at Salt and Straw, if any of you have a Salt and Straw near you. Mm. And then of course, I had to pair it with my favorite, the Honey Lavender, which is wonderful. I was super sad though because I was originally thinking it was so hot. I was like, I'm going to get the Honey Lavender Coke float, but they didn't have that. Oh. You know, which I guess is kind of okay for the time because I know- sometimes at Salt and Straw, they'll give you the bottle, but it was really funny because I've been to this location before and we ate outside and then when I finished, I brought the bottle back inside and I asked them if they wanted it back to recycle it and they looked at me like I was crazy. Oh, What a good Bay Area person you are. I know. I was so surprised. It was like, recycling. Return it Mm -hmm. and they refill it for you, like in Europe. They do that in Europe? They do. So Actually, when you go to a restaurant and you order a Coke and they give you the bottle, you're not supposed to take the bottle. The restaurant actually takes it and they ship it back to the distributor and they'll return it to the to the bottler and that's how they'll get their that's how they like keep the chain going so if you actually want to keep the bottle i think you pay like an extra dollar euro pound oh interesting. Mm -hmm. yeah so i have a couple i think i have a couple coke bottles from like morocco and italy and germany and i actually i turned them into kitchen decor and i got ikea fish like aquarium tank rocks so they're really tiny and they're like a dark brown black and they're glittery so it looks kind of like coke and i filled them with that how crafty of you. Thank you.
0: I just remember when I studied abroad, there were girls who were getting a Starbucks mug from every country we went to. And when we went to Italy and they found out that Starbucks is banned in Italy, <laughs> they were so distraught of like, but how do I get my aesthetic and my feet? These were the girls who on the last day of every place would go back and like heels and outfits and like take pictures. Oh my god! I think it's a smart... Frankly, I think that's a smart way to do it because then you can appreciate everything in the moment and go back to where you want to take photos and just, like, knock it out. Mm -hmm. But it was really funny when they learned that they couldn't get an Italian Starbucks mug.
1: Oof. I know when I did one of my first trips, um, there were girls that were collecting H&M receipts. Okay. Right. So yeah. So from every every country we went to, they bought something from H and M, like a dress or a t shirt or like sunglasses, and they collected the receipts in the different languages.
0: That's an interesting thing to do, right? I just try to buy something. Except my pair of something got stolen, but I digress.
1: We will get you another one.
0: Well, I know we can get another one, but it was my first thing for my first parish trip and I got stolen. I know. But luckily, like honestly, I'm consider myself agnostic. Is there something greater than humans? Yes. Do we know what it is or how it exactly works or how many of them, they, them, zers, is there are? No. In my opinion. But this very much felt like a divine thing because I had been separating all of my credit cards on this trip. And this was the day I had taken it out when we found I realized that when we went to go get macarons I was like, Oh, shoot, I have to pay the exchange rate because I forgot the good credit card. And that's what i had been holding it in my little I had a little Louis Vuitton coin pouch. And that's what got stolen. And all it had in there was my health insurance card. So it was like, okay, like, it felt like like nothing else got stolen. My passport, my GoPro. I had some very expensive things in my purse. Luckily, none of that got taken. And the wallet with the money had fallen onto the floor and someone just told me and I picked it up. Right. So I think it was a weird thing. I don't know when it happened. But (sighs) anyway, it felt like some kind of divine intervention that my very expensive credit card was not in there when that happened. Thank the heavens. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Mm-hmm. We did pretty well. I bet I'm gonna have to cut about half of it. But we did pretty well. Any more thoughts on ice cream before we do our update? Um, no, I would like some ice cream. Oh, right? avocados, ten out of ten. Oh, they
1: really I, are.
0: I did that as a kid just because I liked ice cream and I liked coffee and I mm-hmm. didn't know it had a name until recently. I also didn't know baked Alaska was an ice cream thing. I remember I was shocked when I learned that. Huh. Do you know what baked Alaska is? I do, but I just – I didn't realize it was ice cream-based. Like,
1: I've seen one.
0: Yeah, well, it's, like, the the mound of ice cream and the meringue on top
1: and oh. sometimes a base. Didn't know that. Huh. Very interesting. No, I think just I'm – I don't know. I'm a sucker for all of like the really weird ice cream flavors sometimes. Like I'll try the garlic. I eat the peppermint stick year round if the flavor cravings call for it. And it's that like awful like Pepto-Bismol like pink. But it's so Let's good. go
0: unconventional versus weird.
1: Okay. Unconventional. Unconventional. The
0: reason I'm going with this. Have you heard the drama with James Corden recently? Um, oh, no, no. So basically because of everything, people are, I don't know why it took them this long to realize, but I realized a lot of the food... In the spill your guts or fill your guts segment, which I love, is Asian cultured based. Mm-hmm. So people are like, do you get where I'm going with it or no?
1: Yeah, I just, I'm really confused as to how people didn't know this. I
0: don't know, but now because of everything, media attention is picking up and people are getting offended now by it. Got it. So it's like unconventional foods from all cultures, just because typically when we say weird or icky or something, garlic is an odd flavor for ice cream. Like, I don't know any culture that would do that, but it's like, Mm -hmm. people are like, oh my God, I had such an exotic ice cream flavor. I had like ube or taro. It's like. No, that's
1: actually pretty common per some places.
0: Oh my God. We didn't talk about afters. Ugh afters
1: oh cookie monster ice cream
0: um i had a friend recently try it and she didn't buy the hype and i'm like i didn't buy the hype either what you really need to do when you go to afters is get it in the donut Mm -hmm. it is a heart attack waiting to happen and you do it once and then you just either go ice cream or donut but like it's an experience to have
1: Mm -hmm. no the cookie monster ice cream and then whatever the green one is the minty one love that one one. mint chip or is it called like mint monster it's something probably yeah it's so good. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I think ice cream in general. We should just do an ice cream tour this summer.
0: Mm-hmm. Ooh, I'm down. Let's do it. Well, I think this is the perfect way to transition. Angela, you said you were at salt and straw
1: recently. I was. I was, yes. Why are you making this uncomfortable? Because that's just who I am. <laughs> who were you with? Um, I was on a date. New person. It was fun. Would you say you're a casual dater now? <laughs> Um, I think I am it's it's very weird um yeah I guess I had a I had a casual Wednesday and then I had a casual Friday and I'm about to have a casual Tuesday his name is not Paul though. Tom Holland Tom Holland is the Tom casual Holland? Tuesday oh okay yeah so I don't know they I they all have really fun nicknames already like this is great
0: yes we have spy and Tom Holland yes Unless there's someone else I don't know about yet. Those are the two I know
1: about. Oh, um, yeah. Then there's uh, Florida Man, which you know about. The thing's kind of like fizzled out, but then they like came back. I should oh, probably Orly? stop referring to him as Florida Man. But <laughs> no, uh, this, this guy's actually from Florida. But
0: oh, okay. So it's not the disco dance man.
1: No, not him.
0: I, d- I didn't biggest know. It gives
1: disappointment me the- of them all.
0: You didn't tell me about the Florida one.
1: Oh, I didn't? No. Oh, okay. So
0: Angela, after years of procrastinating, got back on dating apps and is dating. Hopefully she doesn't do what she did last time. She started dating. But like...
1: I know. I started casually dating and then didn't... I saw one person and that was it for a a year. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. This time I'm actually committed to casually dating through the summer. I want to see what well, happens. I wanna see what's out there. Put on my sandwich board. Although actually, Jay, have you seen on TikTok where um women are printing out like the on like the little business card format, like their photo with some facts about them and call me. I'm not surprised.
0: I'm I'm really in favor of the airdrop method where people like have a picture or a note of like, hey, like you look cute and like air just drop it to like everyone in the bar. <laughs>
1: oh my god. See, I would do but that. She- but- Now I'm now terrified because of the whole AirTag thing. So I have everything turned off.
0: I don't have an AirTag, so I have no problems with that.
1: Well, apparently, like, even if you don't have an AirTag, but if someone attaches the AirTag through you, that's one of the ways that they will get notifications about you and they can get notifications. Oh,
0: ew. Right? I don't like that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like that. I like how simultaneously Apple is taking away everyone else's right to our data. They're just taking it all. Mm-hmm. But yeah, casual dating Angela. Um, This episode is planned to go out the first week in July.
1: Which actually, yes, we are a month ahead. But actually, it's very fitting because July is National Ice Cream Month.
0: Oh, wow. Full circle. Mm -hmm. It's June 20th. It's not next month. It's in 10 days. Oh my God. It's the 20th 20th. already? The
1: 20th. Yesterday was Juneteenth. Right. Yes. Oh my gosh. What is time?
0: Okay. Anyway. So, casual dating, Angela. The three episodes after this one that you'll be hearing in July all happen to have lovely guests. I don't want to say they're all serious. I don't think they're like super serious, but I think it's nice. For you guys, it's nice for us to switch it up instead of just us talking back and forth, having conversations with other people about various topics. That was the end of a sentence.
1: (laughs) No, they're, they're all a little bit informative and I think give you a little bit more of an insight to who we are, where we're at in life, and some other perspectives on people who have gone through similar things to us. Anything else for your casual summer? I feel like I'm going to have to go shopping. For example, for my casual Wednesday, I dripped makeup onto three different shirts. Nice. Yeah, so I've since learned I need to have not only a backup outfit, but a backup 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 outfit. Oh, like L, like your
0: backup. Great. <laughs> of well, pants were up cleaners.
1: Okay, that's totally what it felt like because okay, so it was my shirt. So the shirts just kept getting progressively shorter until I was in a crop top because that was the last one left. I'm sure he appreciated it. I, he probably did. Hopefully, but yeah, I don't know. Should we should we give anyone an insight into August or have they been have they been taken into well, the future that, enough?
0: Yeah, we can wait on August.
1: Okay, stay tuned for August.
0: And after Tyler Oakley, Angela, want to understand this reference? Some of you may or may not. He was a very large YouTuber back circa. 2010 to 2014, he did this very fun thing called August. So it actually happens that you're not going to hear just me and Angela talk until September, which is nuts. Oh no, we have one in August. Just kidding. Sorry. sorry <laughs> one in August of just us, but then four more guests, all based on around a certain topic. Let me like say it without saying it in three words. And if you're worth, I'll go with ooh. I have my three words. It's a phrase. And you know, you obviously can't use words like <laughs> it, I'll give you my three and see if it helps you. Okay. Okay. Feet on wall.
1: Oh, I was going with tea with grandma.
0: Okay. That worked. Yeah. Both pretty descriptive. So that's your hint for August mm-hmm. with our lovely August.
1: And on that note, thank you for listening to this episode of In Omnia Paratus. As always, where you lead will follow, so head on over to the comments and let us know what you would like to hear about. Bye. No. No, I shortened it. No? Okay. No.
0: But people need to follow and subscribe. You took (laughs) out the important part of that. You took out the CTA.
1: Okay, okay. And on that note, thank you for listening to this episode of In Omnia Paradis. Don't forget to like and follow on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. As always, where you lead will follow. So head on over to at inomniapod on Instagram and let us know what you'd like to hear about in our comments. Bye. Have a vaccine and
0: wax summer.